0: everybody to the playstation report i'm frank you're joining me is tyler tyler um you need to get your shit together
1: i know <laughs> i have no clue what's happened in the past two weeks where uh discord just does not seem want to want to work at all and mm. uh yeah my computer's been very strange so yeah i gotta i gotta get this get this shit sorted out
0: yeah um I mean, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, uh, because you you, you are going on vacation, which brings us to, hey, um, this is a normal episode, but next week's episode is going to be kind of short and kind of weird, maybe, because uh, we're recording it, like, I think Tuesday, um, because you're going on vacation, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It it's it's just the schedule we live on, man. J just, just just the pace of life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh yeah, the reason why I can't do anything after we record this podcast is I gotta mow my fucking yard because I have no <laughs> other time to fucking do it before oh, I leave. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, life. Yeah, all of a sudden um, it I,
0: decided it was gonna get warm. And uh Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's it's beautiful outside today. So. But, you know, that's okay. We're going to go fucking bowling later. Yeah, we're going to going to kick your ass. <laughs> sure. I mean Probably not.
0: <laughs> look. If this was like golf or 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 something like that, maybe like I'd stand a chance. Maybe if it was karting, maybe if we were doing some kart racing, I'd kick your ass, but I have no confidence in my bowling abilities.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I usually start off really well and then just do worse and worse. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: we shall see. Um, I, I mean, huh. when, when do we want to talk about F1? Do we want to talk about F1 now? We should have talked about this before we started recording.
1: Well, we, we can talk about it at the end.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll save that for the end. Yeah. I did have a couple of beers this weekend that I that I enjoyed. Yeah, um, what'd you have? Oh man, I have pictures here of a couple of them. One was the Saint Boniface uh, Imperial Stout.
1: Okay, um, I haven't had that, but they have was, good beers. It was
0: delicious. It was very thick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chocolatey, Everything you want in a stout. It just it had it, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It didn't, like, some stouts go ridiculous weird and, like, just overpower you, and I didn't feel that with this. No. Yeah. And then the other one I had was the, uh, oh, shit. Ah, uh, let me let me pull this up, because I don't remember it off the top of my head, the name of this. It was the Long Yard Brewery Two Guys One Saw Lager.
1: <laughs> That's a great name for a beer.
0: And I'm not going to lie, like, the reason I bought both of these was because of the cans and, like, the name of them. Uh Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, they were both very good. I made good choices. They were expensive, though, because I I was buying singles. Oh, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. These, uh, the, the places that sell singles and stuff like that make a lot of money off of those.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but at least now I know I like them, and, you know, I could just, you know, go directly to the brewery and, you know, maybe get some there. <laughs> mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been to St. Boniface. Their place is in Effrida. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, Long Yard's they have, they have kind of, of further really away. Long, yeah. Uh, Log Yard is, like, up near Erie.
0: Right. Uh, so yeah i'm not sure when i'll ever get up there i'm not i i I have no reason to be up in northwestern pennsylvania (laughs) (laughs) yeah me either Uh, i'm not a lake guy i don't need to go to the lake (laughs) Um, but yeah that that was a that that's been pretty much my week outside of video games is beer
1: (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with that
0: yeah uh what you been up to
1: um, yesterday, spent the majority of the day at a one-year-old's birthday party. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure that was exciting. My, yeah, my nephew turned one, and, um, you know, the dude, he was a little bit of a party pooper. He was a little cranky, a little sleepy. Didn't really know what was going on, you know? It's it's just really weird. Yeah. Uh A bunch of adults gathered for a party for a one-year-old that has no idea what's going on at all um but no it was it was good overall it was uh very strange he had his first like bit of cake and that was kind of weird because we were all watching him just eat cake and shove shit in his mouth and get real dirty and i'm like humans are weird man this is very weird
0: yeah i hmm. look i don't have kids i'm not sure if i'm ever gonna have kids but that fucker ain't getting a birthday party until he can at least talk to me.
1: Oh yeah, no that's <laughs> that's what that's what I was joking around about. I'm like, man, <laughs> like, this is a lot of work for yeah. something he won't even remember at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 was that was my day yesterday, and then yeah, otherwise just lots of work, lots working, making
0: shit happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're gonna take a break from making shit happen. Uh, to, uh, you know, maybe relax a little bit. Um, That's,
1: that's, that's the goal, yes. Uh,
0: but in the meantime, while you're not on vacation, the, the, I, I, I'm guessing you played video games to maybe relax between all this shit happening?
1: Yeah, I've been able to play some, some video games. Really, all I've played is Horizon, but I've put a really big dent in Horizon, Over the past week, um, just knocked out a ton of side stuff, ton of errands, tons of uh, story quests, too. Um, I basically... So I'm in like the second act of the game, and the game was like, hey, there's three things you gotta go get, just go do them, Um, and did two out of three of them, and so all I really need to do now is go after the last one, I did a bunch of side quests cleared them out so that's my next thing and then I think that'll lead me into the final act of the game um, so yeah I'm, I'm getting there with with it and uh, I'm really enjoying my time overall some really really cool story missions and the story is certainly continues to go places um, but one of the one of the story missions I did finally, Uh, And you saw it in the trailer And I was like man uh, When am I going to get this thing Is like this kind of device That Aloy can wear underwater And allows her to just kind of swim Infinitely um, Without needing to get air Or anything like that Because otherwise swimming in this game Has been kind of a pain in the ass Like I had a side quest where I had to swim real deep And I could not get to my objective And back up uh, In time uh, so I just kind of left that one to the side, but now I was I was able to complete it. So this quest ended up getting that device, which that one was probably one of my cool one of the coolest moments in this game. Of like you're swimming underwater and you just see these giant fucking machines just swimming by you, and they don't see you at all, and uh, you can hide in the big like kelp and all that stuff underwater and. Man, it was just cool. It's so cool. This game is uh is very pretty and uh continues to blow me away in that uh aspect and yeah, otherwise not not too much to say. Say about that game just put a put a big old dent in it this week. Yeah. Really? Hoping to uh finish it not long after my vacation. So
0: Yeah, I, I hope you can finish it too so maybe you can uh, move on to uh to Elden Ring, maybe.
1: We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think I, I think I might need a break from big video games oh, after, after okay. this one. Fine. I got some smaller ones I want to play. Like, I want to get back to Tunic um, for sure, and that is one that I definitely want to play. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I don't think I've played anything else. I'm like trying to remember because I feel like I did, but I, I honestly don't think I did, so... Um, what, what 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 have you been up to?
0: Uh, I have caught up on Final Fantasy 14. They released their 6.1 patch recently, so I've gone through all those story quests. I've gone through the quests. I've done the new Alliance Raid, which is the 24 player uh, content that they release. Um, the Alliance Raid is super cool. There's a lot of really cool shit that happens. Um, and it seems like the direction that uh, Final Fantasy is going, um, at least with regards to the alliance rates, is like a really cool investigation into like, hey, we t- we say the names of these gods that these people in Eorzea worship. We we say the names of those gods a lot, but we never really talk about what they are or who they are or like if they're real or what what the what the whole deal is with uh, the religion in eorzea um so that is the direction that this uh alliance raid series is is going and like the first the first alliance raid is really fucking cool there are a lot of cool mechanics moving platforms a lot of a lot of stuff going on um it made me realize that hey, I forgot to change the setting when I moved to this new computer. Uh, I forgot to change the setting that hides ever hides all my allies' uh, effects for all their abilities. So I just saw like a shit ton of like players' effects. And I could not see what was happening on the ground, so I die I spent a lot of that alliance raid dead on the floor because I couldn't see what was going on. I was blinded <laughs> oh, by yeah. all the flashing lights. And yes, <laughs> like I in, in the middle of that alliance raid I was able to like find the setting to turn off their effects and then I could see the mechanics that were happening. <laughs> um but yeah, that was a that was yeah. certainly an experience.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's actually sounds really crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, like they have some wild ass effects on some of these abilities, man. It is uh, it is certainly something. Um, and my microphone just popped off the arm here. That's not good. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What it? What is going on here? I don't drama,
1: like that. drama, oh. live drama. Uh oh,
0: uh oh. I'm I might have to hold my mic in my hand here. Hold on. Uh oh. Wow. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. Aren't I? Wow, I can't even How is this working? Jesus. Uh, I might have just broken something. That's great.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. oh, goodness. All right. Well, wow. Yeah, I mean I Where was I? I was talking about Final Fantasy 14.
1: We were talking uh, about their their the effects and Yeah alliance raid all that stuff
0: yeah there's just a lot of
1: flashing lights
0: on uh some of these some of the skills and abilities from like all these different classes like and I don't know what all of them mean because I I haven't max leveled everything yet um, so yeah just just really really enjoying Final Fantasy 14 the direction they're going in um, other games I've been playing include Gran Turismo 7 where I did a lot of racing Tyler I did a lot of online racing, Uh, so this week's uh, uh, daily races were uh, Volkswagen Scirocco's on Brands Hatch, uh, a Group 4 race on Monza, and a Group 3 race on uh, the Red Bull Ring, and uh, I learned a few things about the online racing in Gran Turismo 7.
1: Yeah, how is it? I have not done any of it, so. I'm,
0: well, yeah, I'm I'm interested in this. The first thing I learned is that just because a player has an S class sportsmanship rating does not mean that they are a very sportsmanlike player. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I experienced a lot of uh, a lot of bumping and rubbing, and you know just general unpleasantness. Uh, which, you know, if you can avoid it and they get their penalties like they're supposed to, uh, you know, can mean good things for you. But sometimes uh-huh. it just means that you get shoved off the track and uh, you kind of just have to do a recovery race from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I learned is that the group four races, which, it, like... The Group 4 and Group 4 are uh, balanced performance races, so they they bring all the cars in those groups uh, to a certain spec. But that doesn't mean that all the cars are equal, because it seems like Group 4 and Gran Turismo 7 has turned into a Mazda Atenza spec series, because oh. everyone uses that car. At, like, the podiums are always that car, and... It's uh it's a little bit frustrating. Um, especially like considering that <sighs> Tyler, I bought the Mazda Atenza group four car. I went to the race at Monza. It used my qualifying time when I was when I was running the Honda NSX. So like I wasn't in the back. So I, I, I think I started seventh. And um First time, first time driving this car, Tyler, I had no practice, no experience driving this car. first time driving it. Mm-hmm. I go from seventh to second,
1: oh damn,
0: and that car is just damn. so easy to drive. There is no like it has no personality, it seems like it just does what you want it to do, even if like maybe your throttle control isn't the greatest or like your steering inputs weren't like. One hundred percent accurate. It just seems to not give a shit and just do what you want. Um, yeah, just like completely a soulless car. If you uh, if you ask me, like it just it doesn't step out on you. It just it has hardly any understeer, and I think the balance performance was fucked up on it because it kind of just zooms down the straights past other cars. It's uh, mm. it's kind of frustrating.
1: Interesting. Can you
0: like? attack the corners with it really well or yeah i mean like we'll get to we'll get to what happened in the f1 race but you can fucking slam into some sausage curves with this Okay, you can just fucking (laughs) lean on those curbs all you want fucking eat them up and it doesn't fucking matter like that first chicane at monza like on the entry i was just like The center of my car was over that fucking sausage curb, and it didn't seem to fucking matter with this car. Where it did matter, it did matter with other cars, so it's not, like, a problem with, like, this game in general. It's just that, specifically, this car just doesn't seem to, uh... Doesn't seem to feel the effects. Right. Um, so... Yeah, it was... It's just really frustrating, because it feels like, hey, uh... I know I kind of didn't do well in the other races where I was using cars that weren't this Mazda, and that might not have even been because I was driving that car bad, it's just because that the balance performance is completely fucking off with this car.
1: Right, yeah, it kind of takes some of the fun out of it, yeah. using different cars, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, the Group 3 race I I had a lot of fun with.
1: Uh I only
0: did it once. Uh but I I like the Red Bull Ring a lot. Like I that that's that's a very fun track to drive. Uh I I mean I didn't do great. I'm I I I got to admit I I don't have nearly as much experience driving the Group 3 cars in Gran Turismo 7 as a uh, as I as I would like to. Um The circuit experiences use a lot of uh, the Group Three cars, so I I think I'm gonna go do some of those. Uh, But yeah, I mean, racing is good. I like
1: racing. Yeah, yeah. I've been really itching to get back to GrandScream, so I have not played it in a little bit, and I've been wanting to do some online stuff. I want to do the super license stuff. There's so much, so much to do in that game. Like honestly, like it's just,
0: it is fantastic. Well, uh, good luck if you try that Super License. I, I'm very curious to see if you'll be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean the the last one, the spa thing? Yeah. Or just in general? I, super license. I mean the spa one specifically, but in general, those they are kind of tough.
1: Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. The The game does feel good on a controller. I mean, yeah, you don't have the the control that you would have with a, a racing wheel and, and a whole setup there, but... Uh, the game does feel pretty good in terms of like throttle control and f- kind of feeling that in the triggers. Um, you know it, it's it's uh it's better than uh, most games I'd say in terms of that stuff. so yeah, I'm curious to see how how well it'll go too.
0: Yeah uh, lastly, I played some of that no Man's sky. Oh. Uh, they recently put out the Outlaws update, which we talked about a little bit last week. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I it does not take you very long to get into the new content of, the, of this update. And uh, that was very exciting for me because, like, a lot of my experience with No Man's Sky is, hey, they updated this game. I'm going to start a new save. I never get to the update content because I... I fall off and start playing something else. Uh, but, yeah, this time, like, almost immediately, I'm like, oh, I found one of these new, uh, and you saw it in the trailer, these ships with, like, these solar sails. Yeah. I, I found one of those, um, and, th- and that looks really cool. Uh, the, I, the first time I interacted with, like, pirates was, hey, I'm at this trade station on the, on this planet, and pirates are attacking it, and, you know... That was really cool, because like you just never saw that before uh I've visited an outlaw station um which I mean it's cool it has pretty much all the functionalities of the other stations, plus uh you can buy you can uh, get into uh new and different missions like uh hauling contraband and you know just you know intercepting. Other trade chips and and that kind of stuff it's yeah' it's, it's a good time it's really it fucking cool, cool.
1: it seems like the game just has so much more life to it than like like in a night and day difference yeah in terms of how it launched like you know they've they just made so many updates to it I mean that that stuff's cool and it like some of these updates too just seem like you could kind of lose yourself in just that aspect of this game for hours. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, and there's there's so much else you could still do. It's it's really sweet. Sounds sweet. Sounds sweet. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like I, I just I'm just like. I wonder at what point do they actually start taking money again for this game? Like, I mean, you have to buy the game. Like, it's not a free game. But like, they keep putting out these updates for free. There aren't any microtransactions in the game. Like right. Like I'm just curious how how they're how they're surviving doing this.
1: I know. I think it, I think too they're at the point where I think people would be willing to give them money yeah. for some of these updates. Like just because they've gotten so much goodwill back and the game is, you know, in a good spot. They've added so much stuff that I feel like you know they're like, hey, this expansion costs 15 bucks. I'm sure there'd be plenty of people that would want to pay that. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it it is. It is interesting. Like, I would love to know those, those financials there. Like, how they can continually do all this for free. I don't think we'll ever learn that stuff. But it it is really fascinating overall. Yeah. Because I'm even trying to think of a game that is that has put out so many free updates that does not have microtransactions in it. Really, like you think about. You know, those live service games like in Apex or Destiny 2 that are free, yeah, they update a lot of stuff for free, but there there is battle passes and microtransactions and, you know, you can buy skins for your guns and your characters. And, you know, that's how they support that, that stuff and make money off these updates, whereas I can't think of any other game like No Man's Sky that is uh, just pumping stuff out for free. With no way to really you know, make money off of that.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't know. it's it's bizarre. I I imagine like they they got they got a lot of money up front for it from Sony, obviously. They probably got even more money when Microsoft got it on Game Pass, but like mm-hmm. beyond that I just don't I don't know where it's happening. <laughs> right. Unless like a lot of people keep buying the game, like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie i bought it again on on steam i got the steam version so i could sit at my pc with my uh throttle and stick and not have to deal with uh the xbox app on pc because it's the i know i pay for yeah. game pass ultimate maybe <laughs> i shouldn't maybe i should just pay for the regular game pass and for the console um
1: yeah it's yeah game pass on pc needs needs improving for sure that that Xbox app isn't the greatest and like even kind of like joining like I remember when we played Wasteland 3 like that was kind of a nightmare like joining each other's games and being connected and stuff shouldn't it should have been way easier than it was
0: yeah for them Stop. to have you know figured that out on a video game console when they like i and then just not have it it's uh yeah it's, it's weird uh, yeah uh let's That's get awesome. it yeah, let's get into the news here because we got we. It's been a while since we've uh, recorded here, so we've got a few updates for y'all. Um, firstly, is an update on that PlayStation Plus. The new PlayStation Plus is going to launch here in the states uh, June thirteenth. Um. Uh, in Japan, on June first, in other Asian markets, May twenty third, and in Europe, on June twenty second, but. Yeah, I mean it's that's like a little a little bit more than a month away. Uh Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm I need to see a list of games.
1: I need That that's Yeah, that that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yes, this is great to get a date, but where's the list of games? Like I'm sure that'll come, you know, it's still you know, a month and a half-ish until this launches. Um, so I'm sure we'll get something. But if they don't reveal a list of games before this service launches and just expect people to go in blind, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we get that soon.
0: We're getting to the point, though, where uh, we're seeing leaks about this. Uh, you added a story here. Um, yeah. It appears that some of the... Uh, some of the PlayStation Classics games, which uh, will come with the second tier of the service. Um, four of them might be Siphon Filter games. Um, it seems they're adding... Yeah, it, it, it has been... Uh, they've been rated on the on the Korean games board uh, for the plate ahead of this uh, PlayStation Plus launch. Um, sure, I mean, Siphon Filter was okay. Yeah. Um, th- like they aren't—they aren't adding all of them. They're like—they're adding like the first two games and what's these two side games. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, they're not adding Siphon Filter Three and Siphon Filter the Omega Strain are not being added right now. So yeah, right now they're adding Siphon Filter One, Two, Siphon Filter Dark Mirror, and Siphon Siphon Filter Logans. Shadow. I remember playing Siphon Filter, Dark Mirror on the PSP, Mm. years and years and years ago. I don't think I ever finished it, but I enjoyed what I played. Um, And I don't have like, you know, this deep nostalgia for this series like others have. Like I didn't even play the PlayStation One games at all. But um, yeah, no, I mean this is this is cool. This is the sort of stuff though that I think fans of, you know, these older titles are looking for is stuff like this. Just deep cuts from, you know, way back when. Uh, It just, kind of like we talked about before, it does suck though that the only way to really play these games is through paying a subscription. You know, you can't buy these a la carte if you want to for 10 bucks or whatever. Um, I feel like Sony's missing out on some money there to be honest with you like sure the subscription service might be the best deal overall in in terms of like if there's 50 old games you want to buy and each one of them's 10 bucks you know that can rack up pretty quickly uh but you know there's going to be people out there that will want to just pay you five ten dollars to you know buy these games digitally again or something like that um you know kind of sucks too if you bought them on a ps3 you know, when they had some of these up, and you don't have them on PS5, but I feel like the the consumer options there, are, it's always better to have, in my opinion, but yeah. who knows? We'll see. Uh, like we just said, too, I mean, I want to know that full list of those classic games, because that's going to be pretty pretty critical to know. Yeah.
0: Is uh, there any details? Will, like, your current PlayStation Plus subscription just default over to the to the low tier that is what what you're essentially
1: getting with it anyway yeah i'm pretty sure the the default playstation plus that we're that we're paying for right now will default into whatever the lower tier is called i I actually really hate the naming of these called essential (laughs) why is it not like you know silver gold platinum or something to go along with the trophies i don't understand that uh anyways so the essential
0: no it should be playstation plus playstation plus plus and playstation plus Plus
1: Plus. (laughs) yeah honestly that is easier to keep track of than this nonsense um so what we have now will roll into essential i'm pretty sure if you have playstation now that'll roll into the premium i think yeah I think that's the articles I was reading because there's people out there that are, like, kind of rolling. They found a, kind of like a loophole, and they're, you know, rolling, you know, three years of PlayStation Now right now because it's going to translate into I think the premium tier, which is the highest tier.
0: Yes, the classic getting over so. on a company by handing them a hundred dollars.
1: Yes, <laughs> before you even really know what the service is going to be or how well it's going to function. Yeah yeah uh. so I think that's how those things translate, but
0: Alrighty. yeah oh let's see let's just stick with the sony news here we got we got an update on uh some of the discrimination claims against them uh the federal judge has dismissed a lot of these claims um uh, but there are a few that are going to go forward um uh. I mean, there are three claims still standing that that they can be s- sued over, and it's uh, yeah, I, I I think those those it it sounds like those might be pushed forward. So so we'll see. Um, I mean, it's still it's still messy. I still don't know what the hell's happening. I feel like um, yeah, I I feel like uh we we need to wait and see on this to see see what's actually. Going to go forward here,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we're no legal expert experts either, so yeah, I would definitely defer to people who know a lot more on this stuff than than myself. Um, but definitely something to pay attention to. Absolutely, because it could uh, have some ramifications throughout the industry.
0: Yeah. All righty. Uh, other ramifications throughout the industry could include the potential acquisition of Ubisoft by any of the big players out there. Um, so, let's see. There's a story from Bloomberg that that has suggested that uh, private equity firms may be interested in acquiring Ubisoft, which in my opinion would be the worst outcome. I don't think private equity firms... This That's... Isn't that pretty much what Vivendi is?
1: Yeah. Pretty sure.
0: So that isn't that isn't what you want. Um I don't know. I feel like this is an obvious ten cent get. I because Ubisoft is currently like expanding into mobile games. In and like doing the whole like they've been they're on the grimy edge of money making and I feel like that's primed for a 10 cent acquisition
1: yeah no I I mean I'm with you like I think a private equity firm might not be the greatest (laughs) to do in terms of acquisitions you know those companies probably see that hey there's a lot of money to be made in video games there's a lot of consolidation and all that stuff why why not we grab heard, ubisoft we heard about nfts and we
0: heard that ubisoft
1: yeah. was doing them yeah we heard they're very successful with nfts as well yeah and um, that they're very good at making battle royale games very popular genre uh
0: huh
1: yeah but yeah i i can see where you're coming from on Tencent, I feel like that could make sense. I, I don't think I would like that personally. Um, I don't think I would like anyone to buy Ubisoft to be totally honest with you. But um, like, I think you can write Microsoft out. They're not going to buy another publisher. That would be ridiculous, and that would absolutely get shut down. Um, I mean and the Activision th- deal still might even get shut down. Who the fuck knows? And there's stuff all over the place with that one. Um I, I And I just can't see Sony doing it either. Buying a big publisher like Ubisoft.
0: I just feel like uh Yeah, it would be a bummer if one of these private equity firms bought it. But I also don't feel good about uh Eve's Uh <laughs> like it's uh the Gamow family owns owns the owns the company, mm-hmm. right? Like they own a yes. majority share of it. So like, I I don't f- like the shit they've gotten into was under their current leadership and ownership. Like, I I'm trying to imagine like, yes, like private equity would be bad, and I don't want them to buy it. But like, if Tencent buys them, or if I don't know if they get bought by by. A, any like anyone who's currently in video games, which is which, what might not be preferable to like them staying independent. Like I, I don't know how anyone feels about that, but how much worse can it get? Like it, it's it, it's not currently working for Ubisoft. Like what what they currently have going, and like maybe having your owner also be the CEO might not be great. Uh, the person who made the mess trying to fix the mess, probably not a good idea. Um, so, like, I, I'm curious, like, what a shake-up at Ubisoft would, would look like.
1: Yeah, I'm curious, too. I, I would also think, like, I don't know, maybe there's a little bit of bias in here, too, but Ubisoft, they have some valuable IP. No doubt. Sass Creed, Far Cry, Tom Class stuff. I mean, big IP that sells a lot. But the direction they're heading in does not seem very attractive at all. But maybe that's one of those things of like, hey, they're not going in a good direction. We can scoop them up cheaper in a way. You know, still expensive, but, and and, uh, get them pointed in the right direction if we acquired them, whoever that would be. And, but yeah, you would have to know, much like Microsoft taking on Activision, like there's some absolute, like, bad stuff culturally that would need to be addressed and that company would definitely have to make sure they're willing to take that on it's a lot a lot to deal with yeah i, mean... I feel like ubisoft's gonna sell at some point like i know they came out recently and said that they weren't interested in selling, but, like, they would listen to offers, and I feel like that's leaving the door open enough to be like, you know, hey, if someone's gonna give us way over our asking price or something, like, eh, we will probably take it. I feel like they're gonna be bought at some point. I think... By someone. This is a stupid
0: thought. I think Disney is gonna buy Ubisoft.
1: <laughs> eh, I don't know. I, I feel like Dis- Disney's tried to... Uh, get themselves out of making the actual games they just want to license their ip and have others make them so that they can make the money off of it without having to put all that work into it and you know i think avalanche studio i think the developer of uh hogwarts i'm pretty sure they were a disney studio and then they made disney infinity and then disney kind of shut that down and then i think they went over to Warner Brothers. So uh they had their studios disney did but you know they uh they've kind of gotten out of that game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, i mean I I don't know like i i have fallen so out of like what Ubisoft Ubisoft games in general like i i I'm not going to say i don't care but like Of any of the major independent publishers, I don't really care all that much about what Ubisoft is putting out.
1: I'm getting, I'm kind, I'm pretty much there, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I just played Far Cry 6, but, and I enjoyed aspects of that game. But, you know, I'm kind of at the point, too, where I'm like, man, they really need a shake-up. Like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was kind of my tipping point with that. And then I still played Immortals and Far Cry Six for some reason. But that game I was like, oh my god, like everything I doing in this game, like feels meaningless. Yeah. Like more meaningless than any other video game that I've played. Yeah. <laughs> and they and then even just seeing some of these other directions they're trying to go with NFTs and free to play games and you know these weird arena shooters and stuff that's just not working i'm like man if this be like you guys are just you know grasping
0: yeah <laughs> uh, all right let's uh go on to uh some star wars um
1: here's a name yeah, speaking that had, of yeah amy, disney licensing out things yeah so, <laughs> so amy hennig
0: um who had who, who's a uh, now head of Skydance New Media. Uh, she, Amy Hennig hasn't put a game out in a long time, and now she's going to get another chance at Star Wars. Um, her previous Star Wars game, wh- what was that with EA? Yes, uh, was canceled, and now she's here with her. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll believe it when I see a video game come out. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Has Amy <laughs> sure. Hennig put out anything since... What What was it? Uncharted, Uncharted 2? 3. Or 3? Okay. She yeah. was on 3.
1: Yes. Right. And she was leading 4, but then left... Yeah. ...in the middle of that production. Um, and from what I read, like, 4 was done in terms of, like, they had all the levels basically made, but then they really reshuffled that game mm-hmm. to the final product that we ended up getting. Um, so, yeah, it's really been three. I I think she was at Visceral when Battlefield Hardline launched, but that was in, like, the final months of that game. <laughs> Remember that game? Um, oh, God. Again. And then, yeah, they were making that Project Ragtag which was the you know more cinematic single-player Star Wars game, uh, in the very brief footage that we saw, looked fucking sweet. And then EA decided to can that, then put out Jedi Fallen Order that sold millions and millions of copies and was like, oh, we should make single-player games. They, they can make money. They can sell well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Like like a bunch of idiots. So yeah, at that point, visceral was already shut down. Amy has moved on now to Skydance. Um, she also does. I think she did like either writing or consulting on Forspoken That's coming out later this year. Um, I'm pretty sure she has had a hand in that game. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm totally with you, though. Like, I need to see a video game first. And uh, Skydance, they also are developing a Marvel game, which we still have not seen or heard anything about, really. So, really, there's a lot going on there that we have not seen. I'm curious, developing a Star Wars and a Marvel game, how big their teams are uh, to do that. But... uh I'm also just curious about Skydance because Skydance they're a they're a movie studio. Uh, they do a lot of like disaster movies. They do the Mission Impossible movies. You know they, they they do some big movies. I'm just curious like about their efforts in video games. You know how serious are they uh, to, to do that? Because developing a you know triple A action adventure game is expensive. You know, and I hope they're yeah. willing to. Put that money in, or else we're not going to see these games either. <laughs> I just, I feel bad for her in a way, you know, kind of like um, what's her name, Jade Raymond. You know, she's been bouncing around a lot since she left Ubisoft, and you know, I, I want to see these these people put out video games. You know, that's what they want to do, and so hopefully we can we can see what what comes up here. I would love if somehow a deal was worked out between EA. Skydance, Disney, Lucasfilm, whatever, that, you know, maybe she and and her Skydance team get the, like, assets and all that stuff for Project Ragtag and they get to develop and put that game out. I don't know if that's possible or how that would work, but that would be sweet. Hmm. Did we get an idea of, like, the
0: Project Ragtag, like, if that was a specific character that we knew of?
1: I thought that that was very much a... What was it? I want to say it was like... I don't know if it was Han Solo himself. Hmm. Let me try to look this up. But it was that sort of vibe, I guess.
0: Okay. I'm just trying to think of like... Who would I want... A Star Wars game, a single-player Star Wars game to be based around, and like I, I don't like Han Solo. No. I just, I just don't, <laughs> I don't like Han Solo. I'm not the Han Solo guy. Um, yeah, I just, huh. I'm just trying to think of other characters that that I like. They should make, hmm, this is a, this is a joke, but also not a joke. You should make a game about Hondo.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Just roaming around with your pirates? Hell yeah. 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 Oh, that would be cool. I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of Star Wars to draw from. I, Yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see on this. Uh, there are a few things that we do know. Spec- sort of specifics on. Um... There's a new Tales from the Borderlands game, and Tyler, the most bummer thing about this to me is that Gearbox is writing it.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: They're sniffing their own farts here.
1: Um, Yeah. (laughs) This was really unexpected, and I'm kind of intrigued by it because Tales from the Borderlands was really good, but... Yeah, that was written by Telltale, and not fully by Gearbox. Yeah, and yeah, we'll see because the writing in Borderlands Three was very, very hit and miss. And what I liked about Tales from the Borderlands is it was it was mostly more on the serious side. The characters, like you actually got to know them and like kind of care about them. Um, yeah, it was like. Is actually well written, so I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I even think like the writing in Borderlands two to me wasn't even bad at all. It's it's mostly Borderlands three where I'm like, man. Like some of this is funny, a lot of it's not, and like these main villains are horrible. Like I couldn't even tell you what their names are, and I finished that game, played all the DLC. Like (laughs) it's just. Yeah, they've kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit in terms of writing, so... I'm really curious about this. I'm curious, to them... I just feel like Gearbox and the Telltale formula is kind of a weird mix, so I'm I'm wondering how Gearbox might put their own spin on that. Maybe? Or if it's going to be, you know, like, this is Tales from the Borderlands again, now it's just a new story, I have no idea, but...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just very weird to me that they would call this Tales from the Borderlands and then make it themselves, and like, what 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 does that mean? Like, is this continuing from Tales from the Borderlands? Is this a full-on sequel? Uh, because right. I feel like uh, Tales from the Borderlands kind of led into what Borderlands Two a little bit, right? It or led was, into Earth, Borderlands Three. 3.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think it was set after two.
0: Okay. Yeah, because there were familiar yeah. characters from that. But yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this because, yeah, it it is. We don't we don't know who's working on it. If they brought people in from the original Tales from the Borderlands, uh-huh. we, just, we just don't know,
1: right? I'm also really kind of curious. Looking at it now is like. Gearbox has really went all in on Borderlands. Yeah, they are. Recently. Yep. And, you know, they they developed, you know, the Brothers in Arms games. They had success with them. They developed, obviously, Borderlands, and, you know, Borderlands 2 in particular was huge. And then they took a really long time to make 3, because they tried to do other things, like Battleborn. Uh, and that didn't pan out and now they have been all in on Borderlands with Borderlands 3, Tiny Tina's now a new Tales from the Borderlands so I don't know I'm just kind of curious how much they'll keep this train going compared to like you know them trying something new I think they were saying they're going to make a new Brothers in Arms game but I don't know I believe I want to see it on that
0: All right, we got a, we got a, we got some release dates here. First off, most important release date of the year for me personally is Digimon Survive, <laughs> the turn-based oh strategy slash uh, visual novel game based on the uh, beloved IP Digimon. You know, I mean, I'm in for it. It's July 29th. It's coming out. <laughs> you know, it that that's a good that. You know, if there's nothing else coming out around then, that's a game I'll play.
1: <laughs> is this related at all to those Digimon games from a few years ago you were playing? Uh, the cyber I what those the cyber
0: sleuth games? I don't think so. Yeah, those. Okay, no, those are like, yeah, that that's a different thing. Those are cool in their own way. Like it's kind of a detective story, uh, in the Digimon world. It's, uh, yeah, but yeah, this is different. I'm not sure exactly what I. I to be honest, I haven't watched too many trailers for Digimon Survive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Tyler, you're going to get back into Outriders because there's a huge update. World Slayer coming June 30th. A new campaign for for Outriders. Tyler, come on. Where's your excitement, man? I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for it.
1: I mean I'm not like totally jacked. Um I liked Outriders, but um you know, have I literally have not went back to it at all since I finished it. But man did I enjoy my time playing that game. Um but yeah, no, I'm kind of interested in this, for sure. It's uh June thirtieth this comes out and um I believe this is a paid expansion too. This is not Okay um not free or anything like that, but yeah, going to take place right after the main story. So new enemies. Um, okay, what does that mean? Bosses. Okay,
0: what does that mean? It's coming after the main story. What does that mean, Tyler? I don't know, to be <laughs> honest with you.
1: I have no idea. <laughs> Outriders was a game where I, I i just really turned my brain off in terms of like the story and stuff because I was just so lost. Um, and I'm sure if I really sat down to try to figure it out. Uh, There's probably something there, but yeah, the writing wasn't the greatest with it, but um, yeah, so kind of like when Destiny launches expansions, you can boost right up to level 30 so you can can play that stuff. Um, Play the new stuff, you know, with your friends or anything like that, and then yeah. New powers? New weapons? Sure. Yeah. All right. I can be down. <laughs> it, it, yeah, and I think, I think June's also a good time for this to come out, just because, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a ton of stuff's coming out.
0: So, Well, there is something else coming out in June. I believe. Right. Let me see here. Yeah, Sonic Origins. The remasters. A remastered collection of the Genesis-era Sonic games. Sonic 1, 2, 3, Knuckles, and Sonic CD are all coming in this collection um yeah yeah more it's it's another summer of sonic man (laughs) so well sonic mania is already a thing but it's it's another sonic mania baby um (laughs) but yeah sonic origins i mean those old the sonic games are bad um that's all I can tell you tell anyone about it like Sonic games are bad uh but if you just really need to pump more Sonic into your veins I guess you could do it here yeah June 23rd 40 bucks there's all kinds of additions where you can spend way more money than you should have to to play these games uh yeah
1: which is weird for old games yeah to do that but Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. It's it makes sense to put this out too because, you know, capitalizing on the success of the movie. uh, I think it's going to be there's a lot of Sonic this year because Sonic Frontiers. I think the the new brand new like 3D. Oh right! Launch this year.
0: The Sonic of the Sonic Breath of the Wild
1: Yeah, Mm. that's supposed to be out this year too. So, (laughs) yeah, we'll Uh, see.
0: You know, it's been a long time since I've even touched a Sonic game. I, ha- I should play a Sonic game it's just, so, just to refresh my opinion on them. I doubt my opinion will change, but I need to, you know, just just get that
1: refresh. Yeah, I'm probably with you. I just don't want to buy them. <laughs> That's right. my thing. Right. Like, <laughs> if this comes to, like, Game Pass or PlayStation Plus or something, sure. I'll check it out.
0: uh so Sega also has something else going on here called their what their super game project um which I don't know what that even means uh yeah there's gonna be a reboot of crazy taxi that's uh that's coming um, and maybe a reboot of jet set radio uh, i I really don't know man what is what are they doing what, what, yeah. What, what is Sega doing?
1: It seems like what they're and and I think this whole thing Super Game is weird because I don't think it's one game. I think it's a lot of games, you know. And what they're trying to do, from what it sounds like, is is they don't they're not getting as much revenue out of the arcade business anymore. So they're like, hey no, they they, too, make
0: they totally games. pulled out. Like they don't right. have oh, yeah, any that's Sega right. arcades that's right. anymore.
1: Right, yeah, right. I do remember that, and so now they're like, "Hey, we have a bunch of IP that are valuable. Let's make those games." So they want to make games, AAA style games. They want to uh, get into NFTs. They've been talking about more and cloud stuff, and so it sounds like it's it's a a big initiative on multiple fronts, from what I can see. But some of the reporting makes it sound like that Sega wants their own Fortnite. And, you know, so free-to-play titles that have a lot of monetization to them. Um, And what's been reported is that two of those titles that are being developed right now are Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. None of those are Fortnite. No, not even close. No. (laughs) So in terms of that thinking, I don't know what they're doing. In terms of bringing back Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio... I think there's a place for those games still, and I think that they would do fine. Um, but you know, how are you going to really monetize those games? You know, <laughs> I don't know. This just doesn't make sense in terms of the IPs that they're trying to, you know, push for this super game initiative.
0: No, no. it do- It. I feel like Sega already has plenty of good things going for them, like. It, it's, it. This seems like a silly gamble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In ways, it does. Yeah. I don't think totally. Like I don't think it's a bad idea to bring back Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio or any of these IPs. It, I guess it just depends on how they're brought back. That could be a bad idea. And NFTs. NFTs are just a bad idea. Let's not do them. Yeah. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Tyler, I just found out why you're not going to play that Outriders DLC that comes out on June 30th. Because on July 1st, yeah. F1 2022 <laughs> or F1 22, I guess they, they call it, um, yeah. is coming out. Um, July 1st, they they've got a whole list of new features and stuff happening. I guess for the second half of this year, we're just gonna hear Tyler talk about F1 22 and all the races he's yeah. doing, and all the other. Vi- we're not gonna hear about all the other video games. Um, he's just gonna jump straight into this. Like he might, he might have a period between when Horizon, when he finishes Horizon, and when this comes out. But after F1 22 comes out, like. Tyler's just lost. I'm just telling all of y'all out there. He's he's lost in the sauce, in the F1 sauce. <laughs>
1: yes, I will be lost in the F1 sauce. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. New cars, of course, in here. Yeah, should be fun. Uh, new tracks, such as Miami, which is the next track. Which really curious on that. Did you, you see old, old, that the general that?
0: admission for the Miami race is twelve hundred dollars for the weekend? I did. I did. That
1: is the, And if like that also makes me think like, well what the fuck is Las Vegas gonna be? You know yeah. that yeah, it's just nuts. Um but yeah, uh Sprint races are gonna be in there. Um race day redefined, new race options, uh basically to let you do more immersive formation laps, safety car periods, pit stops. Uh, F one twenty two is also VR compatible, but only right. on PC right now. So hopefully that will come to PSVR too. But that that that's really neat to me. Um, there's a new feature called F one Life. Get a taste of the glitz and glamour of Formula One in F one Life. A new space for you to unlock and show off supercars, clothing, accessories, and more for the world to see.
0: That sounds grimy. That sounds like NFTs. Yeah. That sounds yeah, like that sounds that like they're going to be or at, if not NFTs but at the very least like you're going to you're going to open up some loot boxes for some cool hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I yeah. guess I'm, to be fair, Forza Horizon does that too.
1: Yeah, and F1 start to get into that. They have those what are they? Podium passes. Oh god. I think they call them which are it's basically a battle pass sort of thing. For the game so that stuff's probably going to happen more and more unfortunately and you know basically you know this this seems fine i'm sure it'll be good still developed by Codemasters, but it is being ea-ified it is now ea sports f122 you know very much like ea sports madden 22 you know it's it is getting put under that brand now. Uh, now that EA owns Codemasters, yeah. which you know, I, I I'm not saying that is bad, but it could be because the sports games that EA develops just seem to kind of go up and down all the time. Like some years they're good, and they're maybe good for two, three years in a row, and then they really dip. Especially when like a new generation of consoles comes around. So I hope, I hope, right. You know, Code Masters can just remain consistent under uh, EA's uh, leadership because you know they have been so far, and I just want it to stay that way. And I hope it doesn't get super grimy either in terms of microtransactions or anything like that. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: huh. Tyler, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest. Hmm. I'm gonna su- suggest something here. Okay. May- maybe, maybe our other podcast we do is just a special F one podcast. Maybe we just do an F one podcast on Tuesday.
1: <laughs> we could, yeah. I was also thinking because of the lack of, uh, you know, release dates in it and stuff like that, we could just do some way too early predictions. Absolutely, Absolutely. rest of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. I think that's where we're gonna leave it here. On Tuesday, which is the podcast that'll release next Sunday or Sunday Whenever we release these podcasts. Uh th- <laughs> the next one is going to be uh predictions and a little F one talk. Uh and yeah, then we'll probably be back for some our semi regular schedule. Whatever whatever that means. Um <laughs> But I think that's going to do it for us for us now. Um, we're going to yeah. Tyler's got to go mow his lawn and you know, I've got chores to do before we go out bowling, so we're we're going to go do those things. Um, but before we do that, I I've, I've got to tell you all to do a couple things. One thing is to rate and review us on your podcast apps, share us with your friends, send us questions, you know where to send. Qu- send the questions where I tell you to in the episode descriptions. Read the episode description. Sometimes I write some really stupid shit in there. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Arctic Slotting Find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when we release the episode <laughs> where we go over predictions and the F one stuff. There, I just have this sinking feeling that a lot of shit's going to get announced and we're going to look really silly for not talking about any of it. But I we all know what's too, happening. But
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to it if it happens.
0: Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. Um, but until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and click, click, boom.